What's up everyone and welcome to episode 75 of the Justin Insight Podcast, a show where I, Tim Birkbeck, talk to people in the world of alternative music and see what makes them tick. Uh, wow, 75 episodes, nearly at 100. Um, I guess it's a pretty big deal now that I'm, I'm doing this for so long. Um, so I guess I'm going to have to look around and try and get someone big for the big one double O. I I guess. But any suggestions? Let me know who you'd like to hear on the show, I guess. But yeah, thank you everyone who's kind of stuck with me so far through the whole experience and it's been a massive learning curve. I'm still learning, to be honest, but I'm enjoying every every step of the way. Um, yeah, uh, as always, just going to reflect on the week gone by. Uh, so weekend just gone, I was at Art Tangent Festival, uh, which was absolutely wicked. It didn't rain, which is always a bonus. Um, Zealand or Glassjaw, Pelican, Conjurer were personal highlights of the weekend. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, there will be a full review of the festival uh, over at alreadyheard.com. So once that comes up in the next coming days, I'll put the link in the description so you guys can have a little read of what my overall thoughts were like. Um, but since I've been back, work has been insanely busy. Like I've literally just got in, shoved some food down my throat hence the burping apologies um yeah got in and thought i need to record this to get this episode out for everyone to listen to um we're only sort of two days into the week and i'm already running on fumes so yeah it's going to be a long ass week but thank god for four day weekends coming up four day three day that just shows how far my mind's gone already um, but I, I guess the reason I'm saying that is because on Friday I'm going to go see uh, Full of Hell uh, in Brighton, which I'm really looking forward to. And then on Saturday I'm going up to London for my final festival of this year's festival season, uh, which is the Upsurge Festival in London. Uh, so really looking forward to that. Bit of sheer terror, bit of harm's way. That's like it's going to be full of fucking crowd killing, but I don't care. I'm I'm trying to improve my photography. If anyone follows me on instagram we've probably seen um so it's a good opportunity for for me to have a little practice i guess um but yeah that's kind of what i've got to look forward to um as i mentioned was at atg last weekend uh so because of this podcast i was fortunate enough to grab some interviews with some bands uh including this week's guests um but just to kind of keep everyone in the loop as to what's going on in regards to the show because i know i've kind of flipped flipped sorry slipped back into the old format of having multiple guests on one episode and and things like that we will be returning to the normal format um what i'm going to do i've recorded four episodes at atg so i'm going to be releasing two then in the middle uh there's a guest who uh have an album coming out so i'm going to put that episode out and then we're going to go back to the final two atg stuff and then we'll be back to normality so uh probably be sort of mid-september by the time we're back to the normal format, but I appreciate everyone still listening, still digging the show, giving all the feedback and so on and so forth. Right, admin done. Let's get into this week's guest. Uh, and I sat down with two members and then one member of uh, Brighton Band Back Peaks, who uh, I spoke to after their set on the uh, Saturday of Art Tangent. Um, I s- it started off with uh, drummer Liam and bass player Dave, and then about 10 minutes into the conversation, Liam has to shoot off to do other duties. I don't know what, but it was nice meeting him very briefly. Uh, but then it was just me and Dave 
at the end and we we had a great little chat uh we talk about how the band has grown with festivals like ATG and 2000 Trees, which they've both played this year. Uh, we talk about how Dave came to join the band and how they've grown with him being in the band and sort of writing the new record. Um, and how they kind of draw on a range of different influences to, to make their sound because they, they get compared to various different bands and you can kind of hear all those influences in there, but they're a difficult band to pigeonhole, uh, which is not a bad thing. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we get into in this week's episode. A uh, small disclaimer, this was my last interview of the weekend. Uh, it was quite late at night, so it was recorded in the press area where it was pretty busy because it was the last day of the festival. Everyone was kind of enjoying themselves, which is fair enough. Uh, but it was pretty loud. And then halfway through uh, the conversation, someone just randomly starts playing drums right next to us. Uh, so the audio does cow a little bit, but please bear with it because it's a really great chat and it's literally for all of two minutes that you can't fully hear the conversation. Well, you can hear the conversation, but there's just drumming in the background. Um, but that being said, enjoy the chat that I have with Dave, Dave and Liam, mostly Dave from Black Peaks, and I'll see you on the other side. Cool. Uh, sat at Art Tangent. About an hour after their incredible set today with two members of Black Peaks. Uh, if you'd like to give your name, introduce yourselves and what you do in the band. Great. Yeah, I'm Dave, I play bass in Black Peaks. I'm Liam, I smash the tubs or play the drums <laughs> in Black Peaks. Um, as I say, incredible set from you guys today, Thanks. but for, for you guys on the stage, how was that, that feeling? What was it like for you guys? It's always elating to walk out to that many people mm. on any stage, but especially Arctangent because it's it's like a second home for us. Trees yeah. and Arctangent sure. are just the kind of like the combination of lots of hard work and always will be because it's just one of those festivals that we love coming back to. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah for myself it was it was um, yeah it was really good. Just yeah, had a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, same. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. it's just a nice crowd of people who really care about music. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you mentioned trees. Obviously, I was as he does on trees as well, mm-hmm. um, and the people that I was with have kind of they because it was my first year going to trees, but they've been oh, going for, for many years. Right. And they said that you were kind of one of the bands that they've kind of seen grow with the festival. Yes, yeah, I think that's fair. So, yeah, so do you feel like? Because I know, obviously, like the guys that run trees and Art Tangent are one of the same kind of thing. Yeah. So, is it kind of validation for you guys that they keep asking you back, not just for one, but for both? I, I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know what the weird thing awesome, is, man. is that we've, we've chatted to the organisers and James, who does primarily the booking specifically, and he's just, he's got the people that, it might not be the kind of stuff that he's going to go home and, and listen to yeah. personally or whatever, but he's just got a really good knack for finding um, bands that are honest and write good songs mm. and can, can, you know, watch them come back time and time again yeah, and yeah. and is I mean he doesn't hide his favorites very well but <laughs> yeah. there's an honesty to that which yeah we, we all enjoy and yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. every time we get an offer I'm like we well, just keep getting asked back man. Yeah. It's, also, yeah, yeah. it's not even on the returning bands day it's yeah. like yeah that's awesome man like it blows band. my mind that yeah. <laughs> yeah, tree, yeah. trees this year was like a real um, a combination of four years of playing yeah, that yeah. festival and that w- it felt very special to play that so yeah, yeah blew me away it's a, a weird moment for, for me because i was walk, just walking around and i got well, went to the where they're having the forest sessions mm. and some bloke just tapped me on the shoulders he's like do you like black peaks i was like 
Yeah, he's like, well, I thought so, because you're attached. I was like, <laughs> wow. okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, that's apparently... Yours is very, like... Symmetrical. Wills has got like his own little thing going yeah. on. So, I mean, Wills, you got to work on that, man. Like, yeah. If you want to be like Will, yeah. Like, like, I was gonna say I've still got work to go. That can't be camped. <laughs> That's got to be severely uncamped. That's no, a um, great touch. But as I said, uh, the show I like to take my guests kind of back to their musical origins and kind of see what got them into alternative music. So Liam, what was your oh. first exposure to alternative music? Alternative music. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So one of my best friends, basically. We used to drive to rehearsal together. We started playing in a band together uh, when I was about 16. And okay. he just, we used to drive to rehearsal, which was like a two hour drive. He put on Led Zeppelin 1, and I was like, this is fucking amazing. I always <laughs> knew about them, but never really kind of checked yeah, them out. Yeah, yeah. It's quite late in my life. Most of these bands I've found later in my life. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, it went on to like Queens of the Stone Age and Deftones. He literally introduced me to Deftones, and yeah, I wouldn't, I don't know. Can't thank that guy enough for that because that was <laughs> yeah. the beginning, and then it just went on to so many different bands yeah, from there. Yeah. Like Mastodon came, Tool, Ocean Size, Ruben, uh, Mars Volta. Yeah. Like that was just the main ones that I would take influence from. Like yeah. all those drummers blew my mind, so they were the ones that I would like go to a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much the main ones I still listen to now. And then they're like <laughs> obviously Zeppelin, and then I'd go back to Pink Floyd, Sabbath. Um, and yeah, yeah. that's well. a quick one. Yeah, no, 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 that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. summarised. Yeah, well, I don't think we, me and Liam have actually talked about this, but my gateway was Led Zeppelin 2. Oh, so we need oh. to have a fight about the merits of each of them. But I yeah. prefer, I mean, I prefer 3 as my jam. Okay. Now, oh, I now I know. Oh wow, alright. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one's great. Yeah, one, yeah. I mean, they're all good. <laughs> they're all good. The Zeppathon, uh, we've not done it three or four times at least. That's know. true, yeah, yeah. That's the next van journey, sort of. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, that was thanks to my dad, uh, who I, he had a vinyl collection and he had Led Zeppelin 2, and I just came in one day, and actually, that was the first time, typically to Liam, where you kind of where I honed in on my instrument because you can really hear the, the bass lines yeah, in, yeah. in those songs and there and John Paul Jones is like a masterful musician of and a ranger as well. So immediately as soon as I started kind of finding out about all that I was like, this is cool. Like it's um yeah, it you, and I am sort of drawn to kind of the some of the subtleties of it, I guess as bass players quite often yeah, are, yeah. where you're kinda of like mm. It's clever what he's doing back there. <laughs> yeah. He might not be the loudest guy in the room, but it's clever what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, um, and that was my thing. And then similarly, Queens, Foo Fighters, that kind of you know yeah. the early the early bands that kind of get you into the rock, yeah. the rock music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rock music. <laughs> the music. Um, and yeah, that was that was my thing. And then like I was always attracted towards it, and I think I still am because I, I feel like rock music should be. Uh, I feel like it should be a dirty word still. I feel like okay. you should feel you yeah. feel should feel guilty about listening yeah, to really yeah. heavy music. Yeah, like, you watch Conjurer, you don't want to be like, oh, that was really good, wasn't it? You want to be like, oh, <laughs> oh, was like yeah. shredding my skin. Yeah, yeah. Like you want to be slightly. You don't go like this when you watch Conjurer. Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It needs to be slightly confrontational. It needs yeah, to be yeah, slight, yeah. and that's something that I've always followed and it's maybe got more extreme when you know certain things weren't ticking it for me anymore it's like oh what about Converge okay cool yeah, yeah that's yeah, it yeah. but like I still that's my thing and they're still my favourite bands are the ones that kind of challenge you a little bit yeah. and might be a little bit unpleasant <laughs> yeah for me I think that the hardcore stuff really got it took me a while to really get it and yeah, then yeah. I started 
really getting it when I saw it live, and I was like, okay, okay, I get this. Like, most of it was like, most of it was like, see something live, it just clicks. Yeah, I think we're a lot, we're a, like that for a lot of yeah. people. To be honest, because yeah. I've heard that, and it's like, it's cool because it's like that's honest. Yeah, I like yeah, that. yeah, I get that. Like, yeah, you know, everybody, <laughs> yeah. you can't like everything just from the start. You yeah. just gotta have a different experience with it. So. Sure. I think it's quite easy to get pigeonholed as well, and it's nice to know that we're we're, we're a live band. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. But yeah. um, obviously, you want to talk about your respective instruments. So, for you, bass was that kind of first love? Was it something you were uh, drawn to? Weirdly, yeah. I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I I had a guitar and I liked a guitar, but and then I I just honed in on that sonically. I I think. Uh, I think again at home I had some just like some really bassy speakers and I could kind of feel it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And that that seemed to have more impact to so me how than how old were you when you picked up a bass? Fourteen, fifteen. Oh right, yeah. I'm gonna ask you quickly. Drums. So basically I sat on a wall with my friend when I was eleven years old and I started tapping on my legs and that was the first time I ever wanted to play drums. There we go. Perfect. Um, that's that literally honest. That's it. Perfect. Um no worries man. Yeah, do it. Please don't let me forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so was it just kind of an elevation from there? Like? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was the thing that I started getting into a lot of kind of a lot of bands where I just honed in on the sound of the instrument yeah. and really started thinking, how do I approximate that? How do I do that? Like, started getting a little bit geeky about what gear they were using and kind yeah, of like, yeah. cool. Like, what what do I do to to make <laughs> me sound that good? You know? I think I don't, like, I, I don't mean this to be like. Stereotypical. I think no. that is a thing with bassists. Like, I'd, I'd agree. Bass players <laughs> that I know, they're very much like, oh, what pedals he using? Yeah. Also, what gauge is he using? Yeah, it's, it's quite like particular, that. especially at a festival like Art yeah, Dungeon. Yeah, yeah. I think most people you'll speak to have always been like, oh, <laughs> yeah. pedals true bypass or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, we we are our own thing, and I think bass players, um, yeah, there's there's a subtlety to it which yeah, yeah. I think I, I like I say that's how I've always kind of felt in, in general if someone's done something that's a little bit clever possibly a little bit subversive and a little bit behind the scenes then that was like huh did a weird counter melody there <laughs> like, or yeah. like he, he stopped playing for four bars and then came back in I think that's the kind of stuff that gets that makes me go like you know the lack of something less some, is yeah. sometimes more you know and in, so, in terms of kind of for you playing like music, mm. what was your kind of first sort of experience of, of going into bands? Uh, I've played in a number of bands around. Actually, a couple of them have played at this festival oh, okay. <laughs> previously, and yeah, I've I've been playing for like semi regularly for the best part of ten years. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, in and around bands, and like I've mentioned, joined these guys a year ago. Yeah. So. Uh, it, Sadly for them, but you know they, had, they parted ways with a bass player, and we found ourselves. I'd already played with the guys. Uh, well, I've supported the guys in another band I was depping right, for okay. about two years ago now, and then it all. But this is playing in Black Peaks is the most fun band that you yeah. can play with. You've you've got off the record. You've got three incredible musicians. They're all lovely guys, <laughs> yeah. but they're all they're all like at the top of their game, and it's really fun to come in and kind of go cool like. Yeah this is the best I'm ever going to sound because as a band you are the uh, you're the sum of your the whole do you know yeah, what I mean course, so yeah. you can come into something and, and to play with like a drummer like Liam as a rhythm section you kind of go cool this is this is yeah, awesome yeah, yeah. because you know he's a fucking animal which <laughs> <laughs> is great yeah. so in terms for, for you was it a case of you just met them through sort of touring with other bands uh, yeah pretty much I actually 
I work at the festival as well. Oh, okay. So I, and I've worked at Two Thousand Trees because I, I grew up over this part of the country. Right. Okay. And uh, yeah, um, that's something else that I can say about the the inclusivity and the wonderfulness of this festival is yeah, that yeah. people there's there's people playing this weekend who've worked the, the festival from the very beginning and there's people who have met friends in other bands and the, the opportunity to kind of network and just get to know people is yeah. is an amazing thing um, I started working I started playing in bands just because I wanted to go out and tour with the bands that they were touring yeah, with you yeah. know and things like that you know it just it's got to be done naturally it's got to be done out of a love for it and then you know if you can just stay true to what that is then you can end up in some really nice scenarios where you yeah. get to play shows like today, yeah. you know. And obviously for for you, obviously kind of joining the band, but mm. like they were obviously established already. But yeah. I think the last maybe year to eighteen months yeah. has kind of been a crest of a wave that, that you guys are on. Yeah, so absolutely. Has it been surreal for you to kind of jump in at that point uh, yeah i mean i about a year in fact it was a year ago tomorrow at, at tangent the, just the day after the last day i was working here i was packing down the stage and i got a uh, a friendly text message or a friendly facebook message from joe the guitarist to say have you got any signal I was like, no uh, <laughs> yeah. but we had a chat briefly and he was like i'm gonna ask you to potentially see if you'd be interested in playing bass in black peaks to which any bass player would probably go yeah, I'll be alright. That'll be pretty good. Um, and yeah, I um, it was a little bit surreal because there's I've played for a long time, but I've played in things where there isn't, you know, uh, not only the support but the infrastructure. You can go into something and there's there's people that have got your back, and it's yeah, amazing yeah. to be part of a team where you've got uh, people who have your best interests at heart, and and yeah, and also you know seeing our amazing fans and people who like our band who come and sing along to every yeah, word yeah. it's it's uh, yeah it's humbling yeah. and it always will be i think yeah and you said that you grew up over this yeah i live in north london actually oh, okay. so a little bit of a commute but so it's not yeah, too how bad. does that kind of dynamic work? uh that's it's kind of okay yeah i uh i work still within the events industry and that is solely within the M25 sadly so <laughs> yeah. I've got to stay up that way but uh, yeah I mean I, I love it and I feel like a little bit of a little bit of travel to do something you love is yeah, fine, yeah. you know so in terms of kind of like because obviously you've got the new record coming out yeah now, yeah so in terms of writing that was it a case of demos were being sent to you How well that yeah that's a, a good question we had uh, five of them kind of that had been demoed out with Gaz the previous bass player that had already been kind of okay, done and right. those arrangements had kind of been solidified um, and then I I came in excitingly in in September when we were going to be when the deadline to record was December. Right. So we had three months to kind of go right. Let's finish five songs and then record them, please. <laughs> yeah. So it was a bit of a baptism of fire, but I I like a challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, we ended up uh, going away for a couple of weekends um, or a couple of like like four or five days at a time. Thank you, mate. Uh, to do writing sessions and kind of just make noise in a room and work on arrangements that we were coming up with and it was a it was a beautiful time because I was just kind of getting to know how the guys work dynamically yeah. and musically um, and where I fit within that and uh, I'm really proud of the songs the five songs on the album that we kind of put together collectively because yeah, um, yeah it's uh, I got to put my foot down and kind of go this is how I want to play in this band you know and um 
yeah, I, I, but despite that, I think, you know, the three songs that people have heard of singles so far were, uh, you know, probably some of the shortest and most abrupt uh, that were on the album. The rest of the album has got some proper prog trips. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> yeah, I think people will be surprised. And in terms of kind of, you say that some of the songs were already written before yeah. you came in and then obviously you had wanted to put Dave's stamp on it yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, so for sure. Was it kind of, did, those songs that were already written, did you want to sort of respect that or did you want to kind of put You know what, I, I, I did in a lot of ways because uh, Gar's a previous bass player is uh, someone I, who's playing I really respect and I wanted to do justice by that. Similarly, I went in and kind of thought, that's not what I'd play. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I want to, you know, you, you you do what you, you do to suit the song. And especially as a bass player, to be honest, a lot of the time, you're just playing the root note <laughs> of the chord. Let's let's be honest. Uh, but then there were certain parts where I wanted to, yeah, you know, put my foot down yeah, and, yeah. and make myself known. And I'm a, I'm a different player to, to him, so there's no point in being in a cover band, you know. No, so, no, no, yeah, yes, yeah. I yeah. totally understand that. Yeah. Um, and in terms of the new record, like obviously the, th- you say the three singles that are out, yeah. I think a lot of people have said it's, it isn't too far away from mm. the, the first record, but at the same time, there is a bit of a leap. So yeah. I guess you've got kind of a unique perspective. I, I do, yeah. <laughs> so, so how have you kind of viewed sort of like the new material compared to... Um, in, my, in my head now, it has become one. It's become a... a, 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 a uh, when I first heard the five songs, that have, that three of which have become singles, uh, they are they are classic Black Peaks in my head. Yeah. But they've got they've been recorded in a different way with a different producer. So there's there's elements, there's different parts. But yeah, I mean honestly, the rest of the album has anything that people liked about Statues, they will love about the new album. It's got it's got everything and more. It's more adventurous. It's more. Uh, uh, exciting there's more things involved with it in terms of instrumentation um, so yeah something for everyone <laughs> and I think something I, I read somewhere is that people can expect a lot of surprises from this right yeah would you say that's a I think I think that's fair yeah I mean I, I think as we kind of went deep into uh, things like string arrangements and uh, a lot more uh, vocal parts between Joe and myself, like adding different arrangements and different things like that. So, we it, it tonally has, uh, let's say it's painting using a wider range of colours. There's more involved, <laughs> yeah. you know. There's there's things that you haven't heard before, but it kind of keeps the same dynamic. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, you and Liam said earlier that there are people that come to Black Peaks maybe off the live experience. Yeah. For people that are maybe here at our tangent who have maybe seen you guys for the first time yeah. and then got the, that record that's coming out, yeah. do you think that they'll be able to make that sort of jump quite easily? Is that what you're hoping for? I, I think so. I mean, it's d- despite there being surprises, I don't particularly think... It, it follows a, a, a formula of songwriting which is um, based on our strengths. You know, It's based on the fact that Will has got a particularly soaring vocal yeah, yeah. and has... Uh, mastered the art of both aggressive and melodic without it sounding <laughs> yeah. like every metalcore band um, so yeah he's like they're, the things that people want and the things that kind of draw people to the band are, um, are still very much there yeah. and so I think I think the the leap is is one of perhaps it's a little bit more raw in places perhaps it's a little bit less polished uh, 
but to me that's exciting yeah. you know and I think to all of us it is and I think some of our favourite bands aren't, aren't you know haven't got a production sheen on everything yeah, yeah, there's a little yeah. bit of a little bit of it sounds like a band in a room yeah, you know and that's what we want really and in terms of kind of obviously the songs that you guys write I think there's like you mentioned it earlier having people singing back to you yeah, yeah. there is an element of like having a hooky yeah. sort of catch to it but you've still got that aggressive yeah so when you guys are sat down in the room is there that kind of thought of right we need to have a hook or does that all come naturally you know what it's it's purely down to will and he has uh, an uncanny ability to um to find he's he's a he's a very talented musician <laughs> and he uh will will make uh, leaps harmonically which a, a singer might not normally yeah he won't he will hum a million ideas when we're just jamming in the room and then he'll find something and he'll stumble upon it and you know, sometimes it'll stumble upon something that none of us are walking away with it in our heads. Yeah, and we'll yeah. go like, do you reckon there's something else in, in there that we could do? And, and he'll, he's very good with sort of constructive criticism, finding yeah, those points yeah. to go like, yeah, cool, let's try that instead. Um, and, you know, we're always trying to self-better ourselves, but his, his talent is... Uh, his, one of his talents, <laughs> not his only talent, <laughs> is, is finding a really good melody, you yeah. know, and, um, you know having the ability to, to write something that people resonate with both lyrically and can sing back is yeah, yeah it's a good thing to have and kind of you mentioned that sort of soundscape of kind of mm. being aggressive but also having yeah. melody and kind of not sounding like a generic metalcore yeah band. I think that's something that is kind of makes you guys stand out I'd agree yeah but is it kind of I don't, because you mentioned earlier not, not pigeonholing, but do you, mm. do you find that's kind of worked in a detrimental way to some I, 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 I You're on to a very interesting point. <laughs> I mean, you know what, when the, when the guys were starting out, uh, there was definitely, there was hundreds of, of show offers where they maybe didn't want to do it or maybe they didn't think that it was the right thing because they were bills full of bands which um, sounded a certain way, you yeah, know. Yeah. And that's not to say that that's a, a, a type of music that we don't respect or don't want to get involved with but it's uh, it's we're aware that it's very easy for genres to be like they're just one of them you know yeah. and we've we've got seven and a half minute long songs you know we've got uh, orchestral arrangements we've got things like that we're, we're and also will is uh, will has a unique voice which doesn't doesn't mean that we're going to stay specifically within a yeah, genre yeah. you know um, and yeah I'd, I'd, I'd say it probably has worked detrimentally to some some aspect but I also think that standing up on your own and going come to us you know you know <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. we could come to you but like it's to be the best metalcore in the metalcore band of the world or be the best hip-hop artist in the world will be the best like shred metal band in the world you yeah, have yeah. to be you have to sit there and practice and practice about and write a better song than everyone else yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's that's an art in itself yeah. it's amazing but to, to stand up and go like we've taken a little bit from all of these places I think means that people might kind of go that's nothing else sounds like that yeah yeah you know and that's that's I guess our goal yeah, but, yeah. and I just want to quickly go back to, to trees obviously yeah, yeah. Um, 
friend of mine has obviously said the kind of seen you guys sort of go from one point all the way to, yeah, to yeah. headline in the cove. And I think the set that you guys played, like this is just from my perspective, was quite an interesting mix because obviously you did play them some of the new stuff, yeah. but obviously there was the quote unquote bangers in there yeah, as yeah, well. Of course. So was that for you guys? Because you have that platform, did you want to showcase the new stuff? So I guess because it was quite early on in the set, whereas like yeah. I think some bands would sort of play their their hits first, then go into the, the new yeah, stuff. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we opened with our you know the latest <laughs> single uh, at the time, and and we wanted well maybe not the latest, but the lead single from the album yeah, Can't yeah. Sleep. So and then we did that, and then we put a few others out, which which we just essentially it might be a bit selfish but we play what we think works well you know even harmonically to go and like so that's you know that song's in this key that song's in this key there's roughly the same bpms or whatever we like to have the whole experience flow and, and be uh, a whole yeah, yeah. Um, rather than you know we could go out and we could play glassbook castles at the beginning of the set <laughs> and we know the effect that that would have um and we could finish with it and we know the effect that that would have but it, it's more exciting to us to have a, a flow where it ticks the boxes of the things that people want to hear yeah. um, but also you know we're, we're a band that's excited about our new music yeah, and we yeah. want other people to be and we understand that they you know they won't be they won't be singing along because they don't know it but yeah, that's yeah. fine I'd prefer for someone to to go away listening to, or thinking fucking hell that new song was yeah. mental I prefer that than for someone to it was great when they played that song that I've already heard on yeah, record. Yeah, you know, it's it's you got to strike the balance right. <laughs> yeah. And in terms of kind of what you guys are doing now, obviously records coming out. Yeah. Is it next month. Uh, October. October. Oh, October. Yeah. And then going on extensive tour after that. Yeah. So kind of for you personally, obviously, what are you kind of most looking forward to for the rest of this year? Um, that <laughs> we just we just <laughs> yeah. want to go out and, and play a load of shows. Yeah. And, and like I. Uh, it's a wonderful thing to be able to travel uh, and with whatever work you do you know and we get to do something that's really fun and meet people and go to places that we haven't been before um, yeah it's, it's it's a bit of an addiction for all of us I think you know we want to keep doing it for as long as we can and and yeah I, I, it's an exciting prospect to go out and just play a load of shows um, and just have the album out in the world because we've been sat on it since December and yeah, it's kind of yeah. like yeah, yeah. It, I mean it, yeah it, get, it gets mixed and it gets mastered yeah. and those things all take time and then you've got to do videos and all that kind of stuff so it's all been part of a, a process but yeah. the most exciting thing is to, to see people's reactions and yeah perfect and Dave, how I like to wrap things up is to ask my guests what their favourite song is, but with a bit of a twist. Ooh, okay. So, what is your favourite Black Peak song that you like to play live, and why? Okay. Hmm. It's a tough one. You know what? <laughs> it's probably "Say You Will" yeah. because uh, not just because there's a, a very heavily featured bassline in there, <laughs> but it's You're also to say that. well, it's fine. I mean, not just because, but also Will's the. the bit before the final chorus in, in that song is uh, a very powerful moment for yeah. any of us and there's been times where you know I've just been screaming it like not even into a microphone just yeah. you know and it's a uh, yeah it has it, it captures a certain feeling and everyone enjoys that so, yeah. Perfect. Dave, thank you very much for your time really no So there we have it, folks. Thanks again to Liam and Dave, mostly Dave, uh, for having a chat with me after Black Peak set at Art Tangent. Um, as we mentioned in, in the chat, 
Black Peas do have a new record coming out, which is called All That Divides. It comes out on October 5th. Uh, they've released a couple of tracks from it, which I recommend uh, people check out. Uh, I believe there's a YouTube video, so I'll put links in the description. Um, also, they are embarking on a pretty big tour uh, around the release of the album. Again, we'll put a link to tour dates in the description of this episode, along with all the various social media platforms where you can find Black Peaks. Um, that's pretty much it for this week, folks. I'm going to leave it there. Because, as I mentioned, I am pretty tired. I still have to edit this thing together before I put it out for you lovely people. Um, but we'll be back again next week with another episode which was recorded at our tangent. Uh, but until then, thanks again for stopping by the Justin Insult podcast. And I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.